Thank you for joining us this Thursday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. The title of our message today is called Praise the Lord. And it's the second part of Psalms 146 yesterday. And today we're going to talk about Psalms 147. It says, Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing his praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. Great is the Lord and mighty to be in power. His understanding has no limits. The Lord sustains the humble, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to the Lord on the harp. He covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain, and he makes the grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. His pleasure is not in strength of a horse, nor his delight in the legs of man. The The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Extol the Lord, O Israel, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion, for he strengthens the bars of your gates and blesses your people within. He grants peace to your borders and satisfies you with the finest of wheat. He sends his commands to the earth. His words run swiftly. He spreads the snow like wool and scatters the frost like ashes. He hurls down his hail like pebbles. Who can stand his icy blast? He sends his words and melts them. He stirs up the breeze and the waters flow. He has revealed his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel. He has done this for no other nation. They do not know his laws. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for your love and for your mercy and we thank you for your hedge of protection around us, Lord, that you keep us safe each and every day. And Lord, we thank you that we can praise you, like we talked about in yesterday's message, about praising you in the storm, praising you in the valley, praising you from the mountaintops. So Lord, just be with me as I bring the message today and help me to give a word of hope and encouragement to someone listening. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. So let's take a look at this today. The psalmist puts his hope in the Lord. He's telling us here, praise the Lord, and this is something that we cannot do enough. The church today, sometimes we sing a song or two, and then we're we're done. We want to read the word, but sometimes it's, good to make a joyful noise to sing, to praise the Lord. This is how good it is to sing praises to God. You know, many, many times I'll hear a song on the radio or on the YouTube or something like that, and it will catch catch me just right. And I might listen to it for two months, three months straight. And you know, that's just the Lord speaking through the word, speaking through the song. It has a testimony. So how pleasant and fitting to praise him. 
you know, we can give our best to the Lord. We can praise Him, like I said, in the valley, in the midst of the storms of life. We can praise Him any time of the day or night. We can praise Him wherever we're at, whether we're in America or, or Mauritius or South Africa or Germany or, or wherever. We can praise Him, whether we're on an airplane or in a car or driving down the road or on a train. We can still praise the Lord. It says here, the Lord builds up Jerusalem and he gathers the exiles of Israel. You know, I believe today the Lord is gathering his church. He's gathering his people. One day there's going to be a great celebration in heaven. And I believe that each and every day the Lord is gathering people for that one great glorious day. It says he heals the brokenhearted. There's two things in this text and it binds up their wounds. So he heals. God is a God that can heal. Like we said before, or I said before, he doesn't always heal sometimes the way that we think he should. But sometimes the healing comes the way that, that God has. And we have to understand that. Sometimes it may not be the way that we think it should be. Sometimes our healing comes when we go on to glory, when we have no more pain or no more suffering, you know, no more aches, no more arthritis, take no more medicines, you know, on the other side of glory, we won't have any need of those. But he says he heals the brokenhearted. And you know, we live in a world today that is, that is broken. You know, sometimes uh, there are many, many people that are brokenhearted. But God can heal them. God can restore them. He says he binds up their wounds. And you know, only God can do that. We can go to a hospital and we can get fixed up when we have an injury or break an arm and get a cast or something like that. But the writers here talks about he binds up their wounds. He heals. He heals the brokenhearted. He puts us in right relationship with him again. He can restore us. He can bring us hope today. He determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. We, I can imagine what the stars' names are. We have names for them that man has put down in the books. But I wonder what the names that God gave them originally, what they would have been called. Maybe different than what we know today. But God knows each one of them. It says, Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limits. And you know, our human understanding of God is limited to a point. We can hardly fathom God. We honor him, we fear him, we respect him. And we bless him and we praise him like we're talking about today. But God is great and mighty in power. There's nothing beyond his control. If he can stand up in a boat and calm the winds and the waves just by speaking, what else can God do? God can do great and mighty things. So there's no limit. The Lord sustains the humble, but casts the wicked to the ground. And you know, this is something that we need to understand. That God will take care of those that humble themselves before him. At the mighty hand of God. But the wicked will be cast down. 
doesn't mean he's going to leave them or forsake them, but they will be, they will answer for what they're doing. But there's still hope for them also. It says, sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. You know, sometimes when we talk to God or we sing, do we ever thank him for who he is? Do we thank him for giving us the hope of eternity? Do we thank him for the many blessings? We need to thank him. It says, make music to our God on a harp. Now for me, I can't play an instrument. I always wanted to play an acoustic guitar, but I've practiced, tried, and I can't get the notes and uh, the keys just to make no. I can make noise, but that's about it. But some people can play it and it just sings right off the pages. The music, it, it just gets to you. I like acoustic guitar. I like to hear the piano or the or the, um, the electric keyboard. The many, many sounds that are heard make music to God. He covers the skies with clouds and he supplies the earth with rain and makes grass grow on the hills. And you know, God looks after the cattle. He looks after the ravens. He provides the rain for the grass. He provides food for the ravens just like God provides for us. I think of the text, I can't remember the exact verse, but it talks about his eyes on the sparrow, and I know he's watching me. And you know, God takes care of the sparrow. They fly to and fro, but God always takes care of them, the smallest of the birds. It says, his pleasure is not in strength of a horse nor is delight in the legs of man. But it says, it's God's pleasure. God is the one in control. And his delight, he doesn't put, he doesn't need man, in a sense, the strength of man or the strength of a horse, because God is all powerful. The Lord delights in those who fear him. And that's what we were talking about in the beginning. You know, when we honor and respect and we fear him. It talks about fear and trembling. But throughout scripture, we hear like Mary, when the angel appeared to Mary and to other people, they always told them, fear not. Fear not. But we can have a fear, but it's not a fear to be afraid. We put our hope in the Lord's unfailing love today. It's an unconditional love. It's a love that has no boundaries. Extol the Lord, O Jerusalem, and praise your God, O Zion. We can always exalt the name of Jesus. We can praise God for his strength, for he strengthens the bars of your gates, meaning God will take care of us. He'll protect us. He'll look after us. He'll give us strength and he blesses the people within or he blesses us who are faithful to him. He grants peace to your borders and satisfies you with the finest of wheat. And you know, God provides for us each and every day. You know, we can't just sit back and wait, but we also know that if we trust God, God will provide. He provides in many, many different ways. I could tell you story after story. 
of how God provided. But he can give us a peace, a peace that passes all understanding. He sends his command to the earth, and his word runs swiftly. And you know, God is still in control. God can change things in a moment, in twinkling of an eye, as they say. He spreads the snow like wool and scatters the frost like ashes. Now I come from America, and in America, we, when winter comes, we can have snow. Sometimes the biggest snowfall I ever saw was about 32 inches of snow. That's, that's almost more than three feet or so of snow. It's the most snow I ever saw in 24 hours. But it spreads like wool, wool like a, a wool on a sheep. I always like to watch it snow and scatters the frost like ashes. And if you ever look at frost on the windows of a car, sometimes it can be a light frost or it can be a heavy frost. We always talk about in the fall when we know when the season's over, when there's a killing frost in the plants, the, the frost get on the plants and it, it kills them and there's no more vegetables. The flowers fade away and we know that winter is coming. It's when the temperature drops below 32 degrees, we get frost. He says he hurls down his hail like pebbles. Who can withstand his icy blast? And you know, winter sometimes can be very, very cold. You know, I can remember minus 10 degrees in my home state. And I couldn't, I, I thought, man, it's so cold. You know, your fingers get numb, your toes get numb. You know, it's very, very cold. He sends his word and melts them. You know, I think about when the temperature rises above 32, the ice begins to melt, or even when the sun gets up over the horizon and there's frost on the windshield. Usually when the sun hits the windshield or the windscreen, it begins to melt. You can watch it just, watch it begin to thaw and then it'll just spread out and before you know it, the windscreen is clear. He stirs up the breezes and the waters flow. And you know, he can bring about the season change from winter to spring to summer and fall. In North America, we have four seasons. Summer, summer, spring, summer, winter, spring, summer, fall, and winter. Here where we're at now, we only have winter and summer. And we just entered into summer in November 1st. So it's, it's going to be very hot, but our winters have been colder this year, but not, there's no frost, there's no snow. But when the thawing comes in North America and the snow begins to melt, it flows like water. He has revealed his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel. And you know, if we just read his word, we can see his laws and his decrees to us in the New Testament. We can learn a lot about uh, in the Old Testament also. He says he has done this for no other nation. They do not know his laws. You know, he did this for Israel. But you know, in the New Testament, 
when uh, Jesus gave us things to live by. He gave us Christian conduct to live by. It says, praise the Lord. It ends with praising the Lord. So it's like a symphony of praise today. So I want us to think about it. Tomorrow we'll talk about Psalms 148. Continue the symphony of praise, this praising of God. So what I want us to do today is I want to end there with the message of hope saying that we can sing our praises to God. We can make a joyful noise before the Lord. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for your love and for your mercy and for your protection. We ask, Lord, that you'll give us strength today, that you'll give a song in our heart that we can lift up and we can praise the mighty name of Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for the fact, Lord, that you provide for each and every need. But we want to thank you, like the writer says, sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. And the next time you begin to sing, look for a song that is thanking God for all he has done. Because God is an awesome God. He's a God that's full of power. He's a God that provides, that keeps a hedge of protection around us. And if there be someone today that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, we pray, Lord, that somehow, some way, that they will read from your word, that someone will come alongside of them, that will encourage them, that will lead these people that don't know you to a personal relationship with you. Lord, we thank you for this podcast that we can reach out among many, many countries around the world. We can cross borders. We can cross time zones. And Lord, in a matter of seconds, we can publish the message from anywhere in the world, any place in the world. And Lord, we pray that we've given a message of hope and encouragement to someone today, that we can sing praises to you, O oh God. Like I said, if there be someone that doesn't know you, we pray, Lord, that they will uh, acknowledge their sin. They will confess it before you. They will open their hearts and their minds and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, Lord, that you will lead them and you will guide them. You will direct them. We pray, Lord, you'll bring someone alongside of them that will disciple them. We pray they will find a church, a church that believes in the Word, a church that believes and practices what's on these pages. Lord, we just want to thank you for the opportunity that you give us this day. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining us this Thursday afternoon on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you on Friday with a message of hope and encouragement. Have a good day. God bless.